This is a podcast by Wellhouse Church, where we talk about what it's like to be a Christian Monday through Saturday, to live as a person of faith in a culture against faith. All right. So let's talk about coping strategies for stress and trauma. Let's do it. But first, how's your day? Huh, I, I don't know. I hadn't had a chance to stop and think about my day yet. I hadn't had a chance to process. I literally, since I woke up this morning, I've been nonstop. Um, so clearly busy. Very busy. But I'm trying to get out of the idea of saying that life is busy. Mm-hmm. Because John Mark Comer wrote a book, The Relentless Pursuit of Hurry. Yeah. And his whole premise there is that we judge people's value based on how busy they are. Sure. Because somehow busy makes us feel important. Yeah. And I don't want to define my life that way anymore. And so I'm trying to stop talking in those categories. Uh, I'm not, I'm not perfect. I still do it on accident, but if you'd asked me a year ago, if you ever asked me, how was your day or how are you? I'd just be like, busy. Life's busy, man. It's crazy. Um, and part of that's because I'm a workaholic and I yep. always take on too much and all those types of things. Sure. And I'm, I'm having to really learn the idea of Sabbath mm. right now. Um, just come to a place where I, I, know, I now realize I cannot keep up the pace that I was at. Um, and so I'm having to take some things out of my life, draw some things back, all those kinds of things. But, um, I think emotionally today wasn't the worst day. Good. Uh, but also wasn't the best. It is just kind of a middle of the road day for someone who is living a life, trying to deal with their trauma. Yeah. And those days, can be good and can be bad, right? Like, um, I'll say they're they're better than the bad days. Yep. Um, the and those those middle of the road days are worth celebrating. They are worth celebrating because it's, you know, hence the reason I'm going out with our friend Jake Porter tonight. Yeah, they are worth celebrating. And I'm That's not right. celebrating the day. I'm going to hang out with my friend, but if I was having a bad day, I wouldn't be going out. Yeah. So. There, it's worth going out. Um, how was your day? Well, so um, we had a really long weekend. We did. Um, I didn't sleep much. Uh, yep. Uh, just, I slept more than I've slept in a long time this weekend. That's good. That's good. I did not. Yeah. Um, first of all, I was sleeping in a recliner. So yeah. Um, but between that and um having to wake up fairly early um to cook to cook some breakfast and that kind of stuff um i just i didn't get a whole lot of sleep this weekend um and so i used today to catch up on some sleep good for you cuz i was i was struggling um and i was also up really late last night too so hey man that's a form of sabbath just yep. chilling catching up on some sleep and that's what i did i Laid in bed most of the day, dozing and not asleep, watching Community. <laughs> Good for you. Good yeah. for you. So, 
Um, day wasn't too bad. Uh, wish I'd have been a little bit more productive, but you know, it happens. You know, you, you get in these points where you're just like, nah, I need to sleep. Yeah, no, nah, I feel that. Jaw feel. Jaw ja, definitely ja feel. Jaw definitely feel. Um, so, coping strategies. So we spent the last what is it four weeks now talking about trauma. Uh, has it been that much? I'm not sure. Uh, so we introduced trauma, and then did we? We go did stress, um, acute, acute stress, yep. and then we did um, PTSD. PTSD. So that, this is this, this is would be week four. four. So yeah. this is four, <clears throat> which is good because that's how long I wanted this talk about trauma to go um i that uh, that means i've hit all the points i wanted to hit but coping um in any situation when you're dealing with comma with trauma it is naturally something you do yeah you find ways to cope you have to survival but there are right and wrong ways to do that Maybe maybe better said, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, there are healthy and unhealthy ways. Um, yes. but yeah, I know it's semantics. It really is. But for people dealing with severe trauma, they're in survival mode. Sure. And I mean, that's a, that's a fair point. I mean, you just, it's, it's hard to tell someone that what they're doing is wrong yeah. when they're just trying to survive. Right. So I was more just saying that from a general like health perspective. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but who knows? There may be people listening to this that are actually in the midst of dealing with very real. Oh, trauma absolutely. And like telling them that what they're doing is wrong. Just I don't know. Maybe I just think healthy versus unhealthy coping is always a better, always better language because it's much more inclusive. Yeah, you're you're probably right. So healthy versus unhealthy. Um, Generally, unhealthy ways of coping mm-hmm. um, are the things that you would always point to as unhealthy. Um, Substance abuse, addictions, violence, self-harm. Um, sometimes things that look like they can be healthy aren't. Um, eating. Yeah. You can overeat. Oh, yeah. You cannot eat enough. Um, you can work out too much, put strain on your body. Um, you can get absorbed into the whole counting calories and macros and fitness and it can become an idol. Yeah. Um, or it's just a way to push down feelings. Right. Um, yeah, I will tell you, I've done that. Um, you know, one of our values at Wellhouse church is to be real. Uh, so I'll, I'll be real. Um, there've been several times in my life in an attempt to deal with trauma, um, turn to alcohol or substances in general. Mm-hmm. And I can remember very, I can remember very vividly. Our mom came to me one, one day and I was, I was dealing with some very real trauma and, um, she just literally came to me and was like, Hey, um, we need to talk. I was like, okay. And she goes, if you, like, I love you, and I want you to know that, but, like, you're scaring me, and if you don't stop drinking, 
I'm going to have to have you committed. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, 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 I get that. We need um, to get this under control. Now. I, yeah, yeah, I've got to find a different way to deal with what I'm going through. Um, and I did, <clears throat> largely. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong, I still have bad days. Sure. What, what did we say a couple of weeks ago? Uh, trauma is always ongoing. Yep. You, you're be. never you're never not affected by your previous traumas, uh, and so I have bad days. Do not hear me say that that I don't have bad days. I have very bad days, and some days those turn into unhealthy coping mechanisms. Yep. Um, they're fewer and far between than they've ever been, but they still happen. And I don't like look. We're living in a broken world. We're broken people with very real issues. Yeah. It happens. It does happen. Um, but the important thing is, is that now you have rooted out that unhealthy coping mechanism. Well, um, yeah. So it's unrooted, but weeds still pop up. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Of course. But you have seen it, noticed it, and are actively trying to do something different. Yes. Um, that is true. And so... Yeah, all those sorts of things, you know, sleeping too much, over oversleeping, not sleeping mm-hmm. enough, um, throwing yourself into work, like all. So are those, those well? So the sleep thing—that's actually proven, like that it's a coping mechanism. It can be. Uh, okay, so can be and always are very different. Yeah, I never said... No, you didn't, yeah, you yeah. didn't. But when you said it, I naturally... Like, my mind jumped there because, like, me dealing with my trauma, I would love to go to sleep. Well, and that's what I said, oversleeping, not sleeping enough. Right? Yeah, but mine, mine, it's not coping at all. It actually mm. makes it worse, not gotcha. sleeping. But full transparency, I don't go to sleep because I'm afraid of my dreams. And so it's 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 actually not coping at all for me personally. Yeah. Now I could see that there would be ways in which oversleeping or not sleeping could be coping mechanisms. Sleeping for sure, not sleeping if you're feeling filling that time with another coping mechanism. It, well, exactly. That, that's yeah. what it is. Um, whether it's you're not sleeping because you're drinking, right? You're not sleeping because you're working. Yeah, whatever, whatever your vice is chosen to be for unhealthy. Yeah. I mean, it it could be any or all of those things. Mm -hmm. Um, But what you do is you turn around. Once you realize it, Mm -hmm. you do your hardest not to engage in it. Wasn't that what repentance is? Yeah, absolutely. There's a whole level of grace there. um, Yeah. Restoration that's needed. Repentance is not this idea that we've done something wrong and so we're repenting from our wrongdoing and turning away from it never to do it again. Right. Repentance is that I've done something wrong and I and I know that me continuing in this activity depreciates my experience of wholeness. And so I'm going to try my best to pursue wholeness and healing instead of this destruction. Yeah. Um, But it doesn't mean you don't still fail. Yeah, and I would say that 
it's along the same lines. Yeah. Right. You see it, you recognize it, and then you actively try to do something to change it. Yes. Um, yes. And that means replacing it with something different. Um, and, to, and, and I will say, and you can play this out for me if you think I'm wrong, but for me, it was genuinely just a process of elimination. Mm. I mean, like replacing yeah. anything unwholesome with something else until you can determine if that's wholesome or unwholesome and then doing it over again. You know what? Did it work for you? Uh, it's still in process, okay. but I think it is working. Well, if you think that it's working, then stick to it, right? That's the whole deal about self-determination. Yeah. There's no right answer here. Mm. You know? It, yeah. It's different for everybody, and it you have to treat it like it is. Yeah, there's no one-size-fits-all for how to cope with your trauma. No. Um, it's not like you can throw on, like, a stretch fit on this. Yeah, because right? like, I was thinking about it, like... Each of those unhealthy coping mechanisms can also be healthy coping mechanisms Some in moderation. In moderation. But at the same point, all of that is subjective to your trauma, also right? True. So if, and I've never heard of this happening, but if it happened, if you were at the gym working out and a fire broke out in your gym and you got trapped in the gym and the building fell in on you, that's a very traumatic experience, and you survived, mm -hmm. you may never want to work out again because it's a trigger of your trauma. Yeah, um, and so that that was actually something I wanted to get to. Um, there is one thing that um, is generally always helpful. Um, and as we have previously discussed the things that you used to do mm. that you no longer do. Mm -hmm. um, that's kind of a, a sign or symptom of somebody experiencing trauma. Mm -hmm. um, oh, yeah. So a healthy coping mechanism is to get back in it. Yeah. It can be, right? Like That's a that's a very good point cuz I I had not thought about that. We've had a lot of conversations about trauma at this point, but I had not thought about that dealing with my own trauma. I mean, you know this, something I used to love to do is read. Mm. I haven't read a book in 5 months. Yeah. Haven't read a single book in 5 months. Um Yeah, returning to the things that once gave you joy. Going back to it um, can be a very healthy way to cope. It might be hard, especially if it comes with yeah. uh, other things. Baggage, memories, triggers, whatever. Yeah, It, it, it can be hard, but that's it's definitely something you got to give a shot. Yeah. Um, if it doesn't work, then it doesn't work, right? You move yeah. on from it. Yeah. Um, but you, you have to try because you can't sacrifice the things that once gave you joy Yeah. for this trauma. Essentially what you're doing is you're letting this trauma take this place in your life, mm -hmm. um, filling a hole that used to be for you reading. 
Yeah, you're just furthering the pattern of destruction by giving trauma the hold on the thing that used to bring you joy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a really good point. I hadn't thought about that. So you, you take that with a grain of salt, yeah. walk with it, yeah. um, let it sit with you. But um, that is a thing. Um, another thing for for me, a way that I like to cope with stress and mm-hmm. trauma um, is legitimately, if I'm like feeling really stressed out, I like to come home and watch comedy. Um, yeah. Humor uh, to lighten the stress of things yeah, is a big part of my self-care. It provides a light in yeah. a dark time. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's temporary. Right. But it is a way to cope. Yeah. Um, now, I, I do want to jump in here real quick and say that exercise is a good one, right? Yeah, so exercise um, has been the one that I recently turned to. Now, I used to love to work out. Uh, I was a very active athlete in high school and even in college. Um, And I just went through a season of life where I probably didn't work out for four years. Yeah. Um, And in January, I, I weighed 240 pounds. Now, to the listeners that don't watch on YouTube... I'm a decent sized guy. I'm about six, three, um, depending on the day, six, two and a half, six, three. And depending on who the person is that's measuring me, um, I'm somewhere in that range, but still 240 pounds was big for me. Yeah. Um, today as we're recording, this was it July 6th, July 5th, July 5th. Um, oh yeah. Cause it's Monday. Um, I'm, I'm, 210 I'm down uh 30 pounds um from exercise and exercise is wholesome but for me I will also say this is really the first time in my life outside of organized sports where I've chosen to exercise outside yeah uh when I wasn't running now something you also got to know I loathe running it's the worst thing. I don't know why anybody does it unless you love it. I love to run. If you love to run, run your souls off. I hate it. It's the worst for me. And so I think that's why I always hated exercising outside because everybody always want to run outside. And I'm like, no. And so I've found a way to exercise outside. I don't have a gym membership anymore. I have exercises that I do and equipment that I use outside in my backyard. And that combination of going back, returning back to exercise and being outside has been the best coping mechanism I could have ever dreamed of. Well, and we've talked about this before about the outside thing, right? Yeah. Um, The vitamin D... Mm-hmm. vitamin e that you get yeah um it's really helpful the uh, experience of just not looking at the same stuff every day because if you really think about it outside is always changing yeah 
I mean, absolutely it is. I mean, who is that philosopher that said that you can't step in the same river twice? Oh, uh, he was a pre-Socratic. I know you're not super familiar, but no, uh, pre-Socratic's not my vein. I just I can't remember his name right now, but the idea is that the world is ever changing. Yeah, right. So you can't. You really can't step in the same river twice because it's constantly moving, constantly changing. Yep. Um. And. That's just true in general with life. Yeah. And that's a hard thing to deal with when you're dealing with trauma is that things are changing around you. Yeah. And your trauma has probably rooted you where you were when the trauma happened. And the world's changing and moving around you. And you can't... You can't understand why everything is moving on without you, you know? Yeah, well, and foundationally, at least in my experience, trauma in and of itself is an experience of change. Mm-hmm. Whether a change that's happened to you or because of you or something, trauma is an experience of change. And so for me, the unhealthy ways of coping were when I was trying to not let the trauma change anything. Mm. I was concreting myself in and not letting the trauma actually have any direction on my life. But when you let go. When you let go and you embrace that trauma has changed things and now we must move forward in the change in a healthy way, I was able to go back and go, hey, there are changes that are outside of my control as is my trauma that it's okay for, like, you're safe Mm -hmm. embracing these changes. Like, this can still, this change can still be safe. Yeah. So we talked about a lot um, of what it looks like to cope, the healthy and unhealthy ways. Um, But fundamentally, we always like to bring it back to Scripture or tradition or of, of some sort mm-hmm. um so listener why don't you take a take a moment we all have trauma of of our own um let's take a moment and let's pray a prayer of lament just look to god right now wherever you're sitting if you're in a car don't look up look at the road <laughs> but take a moment and express your trauma. Talk to God about it. You don't even have to ask for an answer. If you're not ready for that, don't ask. But just express your trauma. Express your frustration. And then give it to God. 